Good morning. Today we're in 1 Peter chapter 1, and we're going to study verse 3. I usually teach from the King James Version, but there are times I read in the living letters, and I like it better. I'm so old-fashioned that I can't do away with the King James. But the Living Bible was written by a man named Kenneth Taylor, and he wrote it in the early 70s for his children. He wanted them to be able to understand the scriptures better, and he was very careful not to tamper with the doctrine, nor, nor lighten the convicting verses. And I love reading everything in there. And today I'm going to teach you out of the Living Bible. And verse 3, I love it. It says, All honor to God the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. For it is His boundless mercy that has given us the privilege of being born again. And I want to just stop here and ask you that will listen to this podcast. Have you ever stopped to think about the privilege that you have of being born again? And this privilege of being born again puts us now as members of God's own family. And it's amazing, no matter where you go, what country you're in, if you meet another member of God's family, there's a connection there. I remember when I lived in the Philippines and I met some Chinese ladies that didn't speak English, and I certainly don't speak Chinese, but through a an interpreter, we agreed that there was a connection there that we were sisters in Christ, even though we couldn't communicate. And I think what a privilege to have a good family. Today is the 12th of May, 2021. And on the 9th of May, I had all my family over. Children, grandchildren, and now great-grandchildren. And we sat in my backyard and, and had the best time watching the little babies. I've got two that are under two and one that's six. And to watch the little six-year-old boy, how gentle he was with the two children under two and how he gave of himself to protect them and to let them play with his toys It was a thrill, and I I sat there and I thought, it must be the same. God is so happy when we get along with each other, and we're all in the same family. And it's only given to us by the mercy of God that we have the privilege of praying that prayer and inviting Jesus Christ into our life. And then that gives us His life which makes us a member of his family. I love to tell the children that come over, you know, I love you, and I always have chocolate candy for you. And if something happened and I had to, I would take you in and raise you and love you and take care of you, but you could never be my child. And their eyes get big and they say, why? And I said, because I can't give you my life. I can care for you, but I can't put my life in you. And it's the same way with God. You have to have His life in you 
to be a member of his family. And then I love the living letters. It says, now we live in the hope of eternal life because Christ rose again from the dead. You see, it's the resurrection that gives us hope. He died, but then he rose from the dead. He defeated death, and he's defeated death for us. I remember when my husband was dying, a friend sent him a card, and on the card quoted John 14, where Jesus said, I've prepared a place for you. And if I prepared a place for you, I will come and take you to be with me. And I remember Sam looking at me and he said, isn't that something? Jesus is going to come and get me and take me to the home he's got for me in heaven. And we laughed and, and we said, Jeez. he said, he's not going to send somebody. He's going to come for me. That's what it says. And how I hated to see him go. But the joy in my heart was that I know where he went, never that he was gone. And you see, I I live in the hope of going to the same place, and he'll be there, and I'll be with him. And I look forward to it. I say that to people, and they say, oh, don't say that. You don't want to die. I don't mean I want to die, but when I do, it's going to be joyful. And that's the hope. Now, God has reserved the priceless gift of eternal life. That's what the Living Bible calls it. You see, you can't put a price on it. Neither can you pay for it. Neither can you work to earn it. It is a gift. And when someone gives you a gift, you have the responsibility to receive it or reject it. If you want to enjoy it, you receive it. And some people think if they receive the gift of eternal life, they'll be obligated to God. And then they'll have to do something to pay Him back. No paying God back. He doesn't ask for it, does not expect it, does not require it. He gives you this gift It's life-changing. You go from death to life. I love it that my Bible teacher said, if you're born once, you die twice. You die physically. You're separated from your body. You die spiritually. You're separated from God through all eternity. If you're born twice, you die once. You die physically. And you're instantly in the presence of God. I just love that. And then it says that, that it's kept in heaven for you. Our heavenly home is waiting, pure, undefiled, beyond the reach of challenge and decay. God in his mighty power will make sure you get there safely to receive it because you're trusting him. Because is an important word in this verse. The reason you will be able to get there safely is because you're trusting in Him. Not for what you've done, but what you're doing with your faith. It'll be yours in that coming last day 
for all to see. That's my hope. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. I'll be 90 years old December the 21st. 90 is old. I can't believe it. But you know, I don't know how long I have to live. I don't care. But I do want to share with as many people as I can the truth. I had almost decided to quit doing this podcast. And God motivated me through two of his servants on television, Mother's Day. These two pastors said, those of us that believe the word of God to be true and infallible should never quit sharing it. And I got up from my chair and got my Bible and began praying about what I would do next. And I'm doing it. First Peter. Because it's suffering with hope. And frankly, I'm not a pessimist. I'm an optimist. But the world is looking more bleak every day. We have no idea what's in store for us. But if we suffer, we suffer with hope. If we know the truth. And so that's why I'm doing this. And in the Living Bible, it says, be glad. Just rejoice and be glad that that's your future. There's wonderful joy ahead. Even though the going is rough for a while down here. And it may be. It's been rough for me this year. And it can be rougher. I don't know. But I know there's joy. And then it tells me in verse 7, in 1 Peter 1, these trials are only to test your faith. Do you know what the key word in that phrase is? The word only. When God puts trials and tribulation before us, it's for one reason, to test our faith. To see whether or not it's strong and pure. It's being tested as fire tests gold and purifies it. And your faith is far more precious to God than mere gold. So if your faith remains strong after being tried in the test tube of fiery trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day of his return. He's going to come get us at the rapture. And he's going to take us to the judgment seat of Christ. And our life is going to be presented. And we'll be rewarded, not for what we did, but for how much we trusted. And what we allowed him to do through us. You see, when I sit down and pick up my telephone, my cell phone, which is incredible, To record these podcasts, I wouldn't dare start one without asking God to use His Word through my mouth, my mind, and my heart to reach the people that are in His family that need to hear His message. And I have no idea who listens to this. I have no way of knowing I don't need to know. But I get a number 
They tell me how many times, not how many people, how many times people have listened to this podcast. And I am up to 94,300. Can you believe that? I sit in my house, a little old lady, and pick up my cell phone and ask the Spirit of God to take His Word and make it alive and make it real and use it to feed people everywhere that need to hear. And it's amazing how this podcast has gone into 31 different countries. And I haven't done a thing. I haven't advertised it. I haven't promoted it. I wouldn't know how to promote it. I wouldn't know where to start to promote it. And it shows me the power of God. And you see, God is in control. And He knows where we're going. And He knows what our needs are. And I'm truly convinced that He laid it on my heart to put the verses of First Peter into this podcast because Peter had experience with suffering. He was put in jail. He was beaten. And yet, it caused his faith to grow. And I don't know of anything else that gives me hope in this world but the fact that if I continue to trust God, He will meet my needs according to His riches and glory, not according to mine, because I don't have much gold. But He doesn't need what I have. I got a phone call just this very day from a lady I haven't heard from in probably 30 years. She told me who she was, And she said, I don't know if you remember me. Oh, how I do. Because she called me every day with problems. 30 years ago. And she said to me this day, you took my calls. And the information you gave me out of the Word of God saved my life and saved my children's lives. And what a thrill that was to hear. So whoever you are, and wherever you are, always be open to take phone calls, to listen to people who are in trouble, and to share the truth with them. And truth is out of the Word of God. It's not from ABC, NBC, CBS, or Fox News. It's from God's Word. It's helpful for today. It's relevant. And as we study this book, it is my prayer that no one that listens will ever spend another day feeling hopeless. Because trials are to increase the quality of our faith. And that means we trust God completely. God bless you and thank you for listening.